seasons they're all back to back so you have to watch episode one in order to understand where you're going but before that it didn't matter you could just hop in well last season was good but the season before that i feel like they just trolled everybody you know yeah because like where were the member berries in last season they didn't even bring them back what were the member berries exactly again like i because everyone was just like membering whenever things were good member Member. Member. I member. Remember when all the Mexicans weren't here? <laughs> oh my Dude, god. Dude, I don't know. I don't remember that at all, actually. No, they're evil. Okay, well. Is this going to be like an immigration topic now? Because. Uh, that's a great segue into while these Mexicans are hopping over the border. No, I don't want to talk about that today. Don't want to talk about that today. I, I don't, don't really feel like talk, it. I don't really want to talk about that today either. I don't. I don't really know because I like I want to because I do have an opinion, but at the same time it's like my opinion. I'm trying to. I want to educate myself more before I have an opinion. Yeah. Turn number two up because this one always has trouble. It says number oh. two. It's, number two. It's like way up there though, like almost all the way. Is it all the way? Yeah, it's all the way. Oh, okay. There you go. Like, is it good now? Like, yeah, just say it with your chest. Uh, uh, Alright. Alright, guys. Me, this is a Higher Frequency Podcast, episode number... I don't even know. I'm your host, Robert Benson, and uh, we've been on a long vacation. We've been slacking, but we're here now. And that's what matters. Yes, we made it. We both went on vacation. You went on vacation way longer than I got to go on vacation. It was nice. It Either was way, nice. we both went out west. Yep. Uh, so where'd you go out west to, you know, tell, tell the folks? So back in early June? Was it early right. June? Because you went before me. Yeah, right? I did. Yeah. So I went, to, I went to Seattle. And Seattle was pretty cool. I went, uh, went out there. And like second day there... Found the found the nearest dispensary. We went to this whiskey bar actually, and this whiskey bar was voted the number one whiskey bar in the country. And my brother wanted to go to it, so my 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 brother and I, my buddies Joey and Patrick, I've known them my entire life. We go to this whiskey bar. It's almost it's kind of like the one that we have here in Pensacola, but it's it was it it was pretty cool. It was it was definitely nice, and they like had servers that came and approached you and take your drink orders. But uh, I noticed I I, look, I went on Google and I saw that there was a dispensary 0.7 miles 0.7 mile I guess away from me. And so I asked my buddy Patrick, I was like, "Hey, you want to go to this dispensary?" He's a college athlete, by the way, and he's like, "Yeah, let's go." Oh shit! And he, so him and I went. We picked up some gummies and a pen with a cartridge. It was pretty cool. Does he get tested by the NC well, Yeah, he gets tested, but here, okay, so this was the deal with him. He's like, yeah, I think I'm, I'm almost certain I'm quitting. And I'm thinking, why are you quitting? He's he's about he's about to be uh he's about to enter his red shirt senior year. Oh man! So he's entering his red shirt senior season. You're gonna quit? And like all of his, at the, he's a cross country athlete. So like for him, all of his buddies 
we're all gone. Like graduated, moved along, doing other things. So to him, he's like, now I'm just here with all these other guys and I'm not really into it anymore. I'm constantly hurt. I don't know if I want to do this anymore. And so we're in Seattle getting high and smoking our pen. Wait, we're going to pause this. I want to I wanna ask who he plays for. Oh, yeah, I've heard of them. Talking? Yeah. All right, we'll edit this piece out. Yeah. But, yeah, so, uh, we're, uh, so we're out in Seattle. We're at this whiskey bar, and we go out to this place. It was called Uncle Ike's, and it was so cool. Like, you know, last time I went to a dispensary was in Denver, and this place was kind of shady looking, right? But it, like you look at it, and you're almost intimidated. Like, I don't know if I want to go in there that bad. And we're in a decent neighborhood. We are, but the building itself was kind of shady looking. This is like in a suburb of Denver. So it kind of gives you the old black market feel, you know? All, yeah, it kind of did. Almost did. Reminiscing. So we're in this area, and it, weirdly enough, when you're in Denver, the dispensaries out there close at the like, they close at like 10 o'clock at night, which I'm thinking in my head, you know, liquor stores are normally open until about midnight, depending mm-hmm. on the night. Stoners are just too lazy like, to get up at past 10. Like, I feel like with these dispensaries, they should be open later. So there's, uh, it was like nearby suburb Glendale, Colorado. Mm-hmm. We go out there, we find a dispensary that's open till midnight. And we go in there, and it's really shady outside. But then you walk in, even even because you have to go up a flight of stairs. When you walk in, you have to show your ID. Because the guy asked, are you here for medicinal or are you here for recreational? We said recreational. All right, upstairs. We go upstairs and everything is shady from the get-go. But then the second we get upstairs, it was like, it was nice. It was bright. Everyone was so friendly in there. There was the bodyguard. And he had, yeah, he's he's, packed. he's got a gun on him. He's ready to go whenever he needs to be. But even he was like, hey, what's up, guys? Let me see your ID. Gave him our IDs. You have to be 21 to smoke in these areas. Mm. And gave him our IDs. They go, all right, y'all are good to go. Have fun. The, the the people that serve that help you out they're called bud tenders bud tenders right and they're so nice and they help they're so helpful and everything it was such an, an enjoyable experience so then I take that and I go to Seattle and Uncle Ike's is this place where it's like, they had a couple locations around Seattle this place you could have seen from a mile away they had this giant bright neon sign above the building just like a marijuana like, leaf everyone <laughs> everyone this is where weed is sold yeah. in this building and. I, I we we go inside even like the area itself was a pretty good area. Seattle overall is a clean city. Like I'll talk about that in a second, but Seattle is a very clean city. So we go inside the dispensary and it was a lot like the first time I went to a dispensary. The the, the bouncer was cool, you know, we checked our IDs. It's like, "Alright, y'all, go ahead and get in line." There was, there was no line actually. So the person that helped us was this lady who was just like almost it was like Chick-fil-A how nice they were. Like with the iPads and all. They didn't have iPad. Well, actually, no. Maybe at the. No, they yeah, I'm talking about with the drive-through. Like, how has no one else figured that shit out yet? Chick Fil A is the only people that do that. Chick Fil A's on their shit. Man. They are. Except they don't do it in Gulf Breeze. I don't think they have like another, like locate. They have like a, their own little stand that they set up where cars can go if like, it's a really long line. They don't do the iPads. But still, like. I'm in. I'm inside this uh this uh facility, and they're always so nice, and they always like are wanting to help you. They're almost eager to help you. Like they really want to talk to you about weed, and like talk to you about what products they have because they're super into it. They're they're probably really stoned as they're helping me, but still, like that is why I want us to legalize marijuana in Florida, man. Like, oh, it's coming. It's so it's gonna happen. It's I mean, gotta. It's gonna happen. be like I, my, my cousin Will and I look at it this way. This is like prohibition. You know, 
at one point alcohol it, was it isn't like it it is it is, <laughs> it is it, prohibition well, it is. By, i guess by definition there's yeah, no prohibition it is of prohibited weed, except there there wasn't i don't think there was medicinal alcohol unless there was like the rubbing alcohol no but alcohol um, was illegal federally so like you have weed that's currently still illegal recreationally in florida and honestly i still have yet to really hear today a good reason why it should still be that's because there is none. There's yeah. no scientific evidence to prove against it. Um, maybe besides getting in your car, as we've seen, there's a couple local stories going on in the news right now where this kid was under the influence of marijuana and uh, got 17 years in prison because he was involved in a fatal car accident. You know? And he was high. He was high. Which, you know what? I would see... I would see like the state of really anywhere anywhere that's legal it's it's just like driving it's just like driving while having alcohol in your system you know don't do it yep you know if you're if you're drinking don't drive if you're smoking it's that simple don't drive at the same and time at the same time i i know a life was lost but this kid do you know how old old he was he seemed pretty young yeah, he seemed pretty young I don't, i'm not i'm not sure he seemed maybe like like his face looked like he might have been 21 might yeah been. but maybe not so anywhere from like 17 to 21 probably yeah, 17 to 24 yeah something like that, that. so 17 years that's you know that's basically taking another life as well you know because he's not going to do anything productive once he gets out 17 years later would it be worse to be an alcohol in his system i feel like it would be worse i mean obviously both uh not both i wouldn't say that because Driving while you're high is not the same as driving while you're drunk. I don't care what anyone tells me. It's just not. It's Is it right? No. Is is it equivalent to being drunk? I don't think so. I don't think it's anywhere near being drunk. I, I don't it think so It definitely hits you faster. Yeah. Like I th- you, If you take a hit from the pen, you'll feel it within moments. Right. You'll feel it pretty soon. But I feel soon. like you might be more cautious too, you know, but maybe that's just the individual. It depends. Depends on the individual. Exactly. Sometimes I'm really cautious. Sometimes I'm just so lazy. I think it just depends on the moment. It depends on how high you get. Depends on how experienced you are. I remember uh, this one time in high school. It was, it was uh, the day that the Burger King on uh, Beverly Parkway or no Brent Lane in Beverly Parkway when mm-hmm. that that whole thing flooded. It was like the first great flood of Pensacola. You and remember? That was like so like what, 2011. Were we in school? Yeah, we were in high school. We were in high school. Oh, anyway, okay. Anyway, yeah. it was, uh, it was the, like, all that part of town flooded, and it was just raining super hard everywhere. My first day smoking a G-bong, and I, I went over there with uh, my buddy Cody, and we went to this kid's house whose mom was a teacher at our school. <laughs> so we were just there um just just chilling trying to trying to get some weed and then and then uh and then he goes you want to smoke out of the g-bomb like never done that before get in my truck we're driving we're driving it starts pouring down rain we get to some like flooded parts cody and i are like barely seeing through the window we're like oh we gotta we gotta push through this so going through like you know belly to you know tummy to titty high water just trying to get home we're like oh shit we chose the wrong day to do this 
<laughs> yeah. It was, uh... But if I made it through that, <laughs> you can make it through anything. <laughs> so, like, when I was in Seattle, like, I had this pen. And, like, my brother and uh, my friend Joey, like, they're both... They're both a lot alike. Patrick and I, we're more a lot alike. We think more closer to each other when... Joey and my brother, they're both more, you know, they they don't really they don't really smoke at all. Joey, I don't think has ever smoked a day in his life. My brother has smoked before, but he's not into it, so he doesn't do it at all. But they they both they both kind of have the same personality traits, right? So we're in Seattle, and what's in Seattle? The Space Needle, and we're our hotel was like a couple blocks away from the Space Needle. Like we can we're, we can see the Space Needle from our hotel. So the four of us walked to the Space Needle. After we went on a winery tour, where we went on, we went to five wineries. I got so drunk, but then I passed out in the van on the way back. And when we came back, I like went to the room and I hit the pin and I kind of leveled myself out. And I was like more high than I was drunk, so it was fine. Like I felt okay. And we walked to the Space Needle, and I'm feeling like I'm feeling at this point. A couple hours have gone by. The alcohol is getting out of my system. I'm starting to feel more normal now. I'm just starting to feel high. We get to the very top of the Space Needle, and Patrick and I are passing the pen around. It was really cool because we got. I'll show you. And you can smoke it in public like that. It's just see open. We weren't trying. We weren't trying to like like low key. We were low key in it. We were low key in it. Like I would uh like just like keep it in my hand. I I I kept the pen, but I I had I had to throw away the cartridge before we went on the plane to go back home. It was about half full still. Like I was really trying to hit that pen as much as I could, especially when. I was like, if it was the end of the night and we were back at the hotel, I'd be in the stair, I'd be in the stairwell, uh, of the hotel, just like hitting this pen. I'm trying to get it down because this is a, you know, decent sized pen that has a couple grams in it. You know, you gotta try and work it. And right, uh, my buddy Patrick, he's he was already in bed, so he was like, yeah, I think I'm gonna stay in bed. I'm not gonna come out and smoke. So I'm like, all right, I guess this is all me. Just me. But uh, we're uh, it was really cool though. I can honestly say like I've gotten stoned on top of the Space Needle. So I accomplished that during the trip. We also went to a Tampa Bay Rays game uh, against the Seattle Mariners. So that was something I got to check off my bucket list. But for real, this was a trip where I was either stoned or I was drunk. Aren't you trying to go to like every single MLB stadium? Yeah, man. I'm trying to go to every single MLB stadium. And I'm imagining that Atlanta will be next because my buddy Ben just moved down the street like less than a mile away like he he would walk we would walk to the game he he moved less than a mile away from the stadium he's at he's paying a shit ton of rent but probably hey, it'd be free for me to stay there yeah we have like a we have like a deal like every time he comes in town he stays at my house and if i ever am up in atlanta i have family in atlanta but i'd rather stay with my buddy because okay. it's like this is the family that i have in atlanta and I mean, you may have this family too like, this side of the family is my dad's sister and her husband, and they had, like, six kids, and they're all, they're, they're all older than me, they're all, I'm 24, and these are, they're all older than me, and all doing their own thing, moved along, whatever, and they're very religious, mm. to where it's annoying how religious they are, like, I mean, they'll drink, they'll drink wine, but, like, they're so polite, and they're so not, like... They're not like me. Right. They're not like my brother. So I was like, if my brother and I were to come into Atlanta, we would be more about getting a getting a hotel or staying with my buddy Ben and, and drinking and stuff. Because yeah. like, if we're at if let's if we're at my buddy's house, we can drink. We we can like go out late. And yeah, you're a sinner. 
We can go out and we, we can like I mean I will I could at least smoke if I wanted to more than likely depending if I brought the stuff with me or not. But I know if I'm at my aunt and uncle's that shit's not happening. The Lord says no, Davis. Yeah, like they're. But my uncle's also extremely successful. Like he's a dermatologist, like a very 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 good one, and he has like a very his house that he has huge, gorgeous. He has a lake house like a, a lake Lanier. You know what you can tell him? You know what's good for skin? What should I tell them? A, a bundle of marijuana. Just a glob of big old THCs, you know? If you just stops outbreaks. Yeah, if you just take it, the leafy parts, and eat it, it's amazing for your skin. Right? That's false, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. You don't know. even get high from the leafy part. It's the little buds. I don't know. They might find out, uh, you know, scientifically later on that it is. I mean, maybe. I mean, come on. They keep on finding new stuff for it, you know? It's good for everything. It's so good for everything. For everything. You know, you got a flat tire, just smoke some weed. It's not going to fix a flat tire, but you're not going to care. You're just not going to care about it. Oh, oh, so this doesn't have to do with weed, but it does have to do with Seattle. We went on, I went on a ferry for the first time in my life, like a real legitimate ferry. Which then, which will bring me to another topic that Pensacola has a ferry now, but I saw it the other day. Quite small. It's small. It's not like the ferry. The ferry I went on. Uh, so there's this island called Bainbridge Island, where there's bridges that connect it. But you have, if you want to drive to Bainbridge from downtown Seattle, Bainbridge. it's like a good hour long drive. You or, will not cross my bridge. <laughs> so, that was a good Bane impression. How? Yeah. But uh, like it's either drive an hour to get to Bainbridge Island from downtown Seattle, or leave from the ferry, and it takes you about fifteen minutes maybe. And while you're on the ferry, they have like a full food court where you can go get coffee, soda, and beer. They have beer and wine. Hmm. You so, but if you get the beer and wine, you have to stay in a certain area. So what I did was I just put it in a coffee cup and I moved along. But I uh. Like, this ferry system was for real. Were there a lot of hipsters in Seattle? A lot of hipster jacks? You know what? Not that... I wasn't really paying attention that much, but I didn't notice that well. I didn't really notice a whole lot of hipsters. A lot of... So, one thing about Seattle is a lot of the buildings smell the same. I don't know if it's because of, like, the old structure or something, but all the buildings seem to smell the like, same. Like, you could lift a mint, or... Like, they don't smell good. Like, they smell old. They, they smell just bad. They simply smell, like, almost moldy. Moldy. Almost moldy. That's, like, every one of them. But like, It's just, like, an old, rustic, kind of moldy smell. It's all the have. gay, bearded men. Probably. It's all, it's all the cum gets sopped up in the beard. <laughs> And it just smells like bad bo. Like you haven't taken all your like dirty socks and towels that you've been using as catch rags out. Was every and they bar- just leave it there. They don't throw it away. Was it every bar that we went to? They like don't sell. Like they have Bud Light and they have you know, like the the, the the stuff that we would normally see. Like they mainly have all local stuff. Like all their beer is mainly local. Yeah, stuff it's hipster. We, they just stuff support that we've the. Never heard of. It's good stuff though. Probably like like Pensacola Bay Brewery, Brewery. They got some good brewery. stuff. Brewery. Brewery. That other brewery sucks though. You've been to that one, the one that opened up uh, Garden Street. Per- was it Perfect? Yeah, Perfect. Uh, yeah, Plain. that one. It tastes like watered down piss. I've been to Perfect Plain twice, and you know both times I went was fine. I mean, the first time I went was with some buddies. The second time I went was on a date, and I would say overall, I I. 
It was fine. I mean, I wasn't jumping through the roof, but at the same time, the atmosphere is fine. The atmosphere is fun. The atmosphere is actually pretty do, great. I will. I I personally will continue to go to that place. Yeah, the atmosphere is great. I don't know about the food. I didn't like the beers I tried, and that's why I go to a brewery. Well, I think I think I think even Perfect Plain knows that they don't have the biggest selection of brews. Like they have, they do have brews that they make in house, but then they have some that they bring from other places. Right. Which, to me, is like this is a brewery though. Like, shouldn't you have your own shit? They do, but they don't have a whole lot. Yeah, they need to. They need to come up with some new recipes. It's not that good. Loud Damn. noises. All right. Um, Put an empty beer bottle back into the six-pack with a cap on it. That's a way to keep it, you know, keep everything. Because I, I leave caps everywhere if I don't. But, uh, oh, yeah. Were you trying to get the... I was trying to get the... the tss, but no, it didn't happen. <sighs> didn't happen. I used to do that whenever you go to the movies. And uh, they show, like, the popcorn and the Coke. And the guy's, like, drink, drinking the Coke. And it, like, goes all the way down. And he's like, ah. First of all, I always hated that. what kind of diabetes-ridden motherfucker finishes a 24-ounce Coke in one, just one gulp, one big sitting? Like, calm down. Like, dude. You know? Like, your, your sugar level must have been spiked. Through the roof. Yeah, see, I don't, oh, speaking You're of... You're gonna have to use the bathroom immediately, you know? Speaking of soda, I don't really drink a whole lot of soda anymore. I've been like, trying not to. I actually started back, and I hate myself for it. I don't know. I feel like, I, I really do feel like the more I drink soda, the more I tend to dislike it. Now, there are those occasions where I'm just like, dude, you know what? I'm craving a Coke. I'm craving a Coke right now. So I'll have a Coke, and that's fine, but I'll have that one. And then mm-hmm. after that, I'll drink water. And then, and then after that, I mean, of course, I'll have a few beers, like right now. I wonder how people felt whenever it actually had cocaine in it, you know? Like, I'm craving a I mean, Coke. That was like medicine back in the day. Yeah, yeah, but it's like, now we say we're craving a Coke. Back then, they were probably like, really craving a Coke, you know? Like, I need like, it God right damn, now. I'm craving that Coke. Like, f- like, fuck, you don't know. Like, Sprite ain't got shit on this stuff. Have you tried it? Have you tried this shit? Have you tried it? Sprite probably didn't come around until, like, way later, though. Because all the black people like the Sprite. <laughs> LeBron James. That's all the commercials. I remember being a little kid and looking at the commercials, and it was like, uh, it was like this, this uh, lemon lime sprited out Cadillac. You know, I can't remember the exact one. They had like a refrigerator with a whole bunch of Sprite in it. It's and also by the way, if you're listening, when you when you do eventually listen to this, and you think that this is racism, because you, you think, will, you need you need to you know catch up on your definition of racism. Look at the Sprite commercials from back in the day or today. Look at LeBron James. Like they Sprite always does go with black people. Yeah, they market their brand. That's they they market that uh, that section. Which, you know, I don't know if it's effective or not, but I just I just uh, just telling you what I'm observing. You know, that's just what's going on. Um, all right, go, get, get like, back on your vacation. So. It, so we can. I was gonna say black people are like, <laughs> they're also a great representative of today, you know, to, of honestly pop culture. So, like in a way, to be black is to be cool. But anyways, moving along, back to my vacation. We were there for like what four days, 
it was really cool. I spent most of it either drunk or stoned, and I felt like, you know, I did vacation right because I never get to go on vacation anymore. When you're in, by the way, guys, if you're listening and you want to go into radio, just understand that there is a very small period where you are allowed to go on vacation. And right now, I am in that period, but I sadly don't have any vacations planned. I ought to try and plan something, goddamn. Mm-hmm. But uh, I can't go on vacation again after my buddy's wedding that I'm going to. And actually, when I go on my buddy's wedding, I'm technically in this period called a book where I can't go on vacation or take any days off unless I'm sick. Until you finish during, the book. Until I'm done with the book. And it's like a, it's, it's kind of like a semester of school, mm. in a way, you know? So, but you get to, you can't show up late to class, you know, you have to, you gotta go. Perfect attendance the whole way. You have to always be present. I just hiccuped. Yeah. You have to be present. And so. That's half the job, man. Just showing up. My buddy's birth, not birthday, his wedding is uh, September 15th. It's in Morristown, Tennessee. It's his new birthday. It's his new birthday. Yeah. That's right. He's getting married. My buddy is getting married, and he asked me to be a groomsman recently. Oh, recently nice. asked me to be a groomsman. I couldn't believe it. Uh, that was, I mean, so far the first and only time I've ever been asked to be a groomsman. So that's cool. I was, I was an usher once at my cousin's wedding, and I was kind of like, really, but I was happy. But was, uh, uh, Joey's cousin Jacob was an usher at Joey's sister's. He, he's the other dude that does JJ's diner. You know, we did a. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, he was the shittiest usher I've ever seen in my life. If you ever listen to this, Jacob, which you probably don't, because you don't even fucking listen to our podcast. When I ask you, like, you got any suggestions for you know edits or stuff? Guy, no, just slap it up there, roll tide. You know, you don't even listen to anything, dude. You you can't even take people, fucking Jacob, dude. You can't take people from nowhere. To a seat, you can't, you can't do that. You can't do, you know. You can fish probably, you know, because you're a redneck and shit. I'm done. That's it. Which, by the way, I'm looking forward to the next time we have our uh, next big. Family That's coming podcast. up. Uh, I think we're gonna try and do a rough and rowdy podcast. Oh shit. Oh shit. Rough and rowdy. Yeah. Oh yeah. shit. I've rough been and rowdy podcast. I know. All these random people getting in fights, it just makes me I wanna, excited. I want to see it. Yeah. I want to be a part of this. Yep. Let's do it. Um, we'll probably do a fantasy football draft uh, podcast. You can so join will, if you want. I would be happy to hop in, but I'm not going to join the team. You can here's join why. the league. You can join the league if you want. We're look, we got no, one open here's spot. Why. I have... I got first I round draft pick though. I I got it. The Earned first it. overall pick. Yeah, I got the first overall pick. Sometimes it's a bad thing. I know. Fine, we'll see. Uh, one, so I've retired for right now. This might bite me in the ass, but I'm gonna tell you who I think I want to pick. I think I want to pick Dust. It's not Dustin. Wow. Um, Hopkins, DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, from DeAndre Texas. Hopkins. And then my second pick is gonna be Deshaun Watson. Because I had both of them very briefly last year, and they kicked everyone's ass. For a small amount of time until... Until he tripped and tore his ACL, yeah. You know, but then my next pick's gonna be a running back, and there still should be some good running backs there, you know? Little, little, you know, advice, don't go Watson second round. Okay, well... 
I mean, if you can. I mean, I, I mean, I'm sure other. I'm, I'm sure some other. You think can. Hopkins though? First, first round. That's not a bad. That's pick. not a bad pick. I mean, running backs are always the go. I mean, traditionally, they're the you first would draft pick. Number one overall, you typically want to go with a running back, or someone like Antonio Brown. Right. Antonio right. Brown. Maybe. He's always gonna. Yep. Yeah. He's always going to get some points. Always. I just hate the Steelers. I don't want to do that. And again, though, like, Antonio Brown is on the cover of Madden, but Rob Gronkowski had a great year last year. Was he on the cover? No, Tom Brady. Rob got hurt, though. Rob did get hurt last year. Okay, well, Tom Brady was on the cover last year, and he was He didn't get hurt. He was MVP. Yeah, so. So, and I think he was the first, and so far only... To not get hurt. To not, not well, to be to actually have a very good season, be named, be known, be named MVP. I thought the curse was like if you were on the cover, you got hurt. You got hurt. Yeah. Which I think the last couple of years hasn't happened, but it's well, it did happen to Rob Gronkowski. But last year, we don't know. He played in the Super Bowl though. Yeah, I think he got hurt, or no, he definitely got he won a Super Bowl. He definitely had to sit out a couple games for for fucking. Uh, like throwing himself on that dude, remember? Yeah, that's right. Wait, wait, didn't I don't know if he had to sit out, but I think he got hurt last year a couple games. Let me look it up so I'm not talking shit all the time. Yeah, he like went in for a late tackle or something. Or was it someone went in on a late tackle on him? No, he he, he got pissed and fucking uh Sean Michael from the top turnbuckle fucking elbow. Sean, fucking Sean Michael. Yeah, sweet chin music elbowed his ass. Rob Gronkowski was one of those guys where he's like, he can't do anything wrong. He is so, he's goofy, he's dumb, but he's like Chris Pratt, you know? Chris Pratt, the actor, where he's a goofy, fun, lovable guy. He, you know, he's not the smartest guy in the world, but who gives a shit? He's not out here breaking the law. He's not out here, you know, committing domestic violence. He's not selling drugs, pushing drugs. He's not... You know, trying to fight cops. No, dude, he's just taking he's just a bunch do- of Molly. He's doing his thing. He's just taking a bunch of Molly. He probably is taking probably. a bunch of Molly. I'm telling you. Does that show up on a drug test? I don't think it does. Probably. I know certain psychedelics don't. I did DMT one time. Oh, my God. This just got real deep. So, talk about it. I will gladly talk about it. So, the, But the reason why I'm saying Rob did Molly, though, is because uh, one of our fraternity brothers went on a cruise... Um, which well, he now, got to well, party now, with well, Rob now Gronkowski. Three our, now three of our fraternity brothers, because I think he went he at the he, this guy went with two guys who weren't brothers yet. Right. Oh, did the, who did he go with? Who were oh. the other two? Uh, oh, okay, that's cool. Well, I'm they got to sure. party I'm with him. Pretty them. sure I know. Was yeah. one of them, and I'm pretty sure I, I remember. Is it? We're gonna take a quick pause. A pause, a pause, a pause. But I can just like smell myself, you know? So it's bad. It's just like. I'm, I think I know where it's at, my deodorant, but. You know, if you don't smell it, it's fine, I guess. We're just at my house, but yeah, take it. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not smelling it. You're not smelling it? It's all good. It's not the worst, but it's. It's kind of like, man, you know, should have put on some deodorant earlier. What were we talking about? Talking Rob about Gronkowski. Gronkowski and then, Tom Brady, the Madden curse, and fantasy football. That's what we were on, fantasy football. 
Don't go. I'm not saying. Okay. Hopkins makes me nervous going number one overall. If you do have the number one overall pick, I'm almost inclined to tell you to go. Is it ballsy back. or is it stupid? Don't. I, I would say it's more ballsy. Okay. Not stupid. DeAndre Hopkins is a good wide receiver. With DeAndre, uh, with uh, with Deshaun with Watson, Deshaun throwing, Watson to him. throwing to him. I'm saying. We could see some. I mean, I, I mean, I'm a big fan of Deshaun Watson from the very beginning. I knew. I knew watching when I was watching the Alabama Clemson national championship, watching that game. Just I watched every set. I mean, who I couldn't take my eyes off that game. It was an incredible game. But that game from the first snap, I kept thinking. Deshaun Watson has got to go first three in the draft. He is an incredible quarterback, but he went to the second round. And I'm dumbfounded. Yeah, you know. I am dumbfounded how he goes that far because he is genuinely a great quarterback. I wasn't that high on him. I wasn't, I really wasn't, just because Taj Boyd, the quarterback before him at Clemson, didn't really do that well, but, but was he was Taj still. Boyd, who didn't do what he what Deshaun Watson did at Clemson. He was still pretty good at Clemson. He just didn't go to a championship. He was good. Yeah, I don't. He may, did he even get them an ACC championship? No, because I, mean, I know he's Florida State was super good during those years, though. They were. But thirteen was when was Taj Boyd? Twenty ten to twenty thirteen. Yeah, something like that. And then Deshaun Watson came along, but then he got hurt, and then it was another guy, and then Deshaun Watson took took back controls, Bruh. and then he won them the national championship. Or no, he took him to a national championship, lost, and then. Went back and won them the next He was good. He was great in, at the college level. I just didn't think he would be as good as he is because he's, he's done amazing at the pro level. I just didn't think he'd be doing, you know, it, especially his rookie season, you know? Well, here's something sad. What? Deshaun Watson almost went to Florida. You know why? We could have used him. You know why he almost went to Florida? What, Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer. Yeah. He almost went to Ohio State. They ran a spread. So when when he left Florida, he was like, "All right, I'm gonna go to Clemson because I live close to Clemson and they're recruiting me pretty hard. They're a good program. I'll go to Clemson, sure." Although he he'll admit it to this day, like I wasn't sold on Clemson. But then Urban Meyer went to Ohio State, so I almost decommitted. But then I thought, you know what? I already committed to Clemson. They're planning on me. I I'm already like I've gotten to know the coaches. I'm gonna go to Clemson. Yeah. Florida, Florida kid uh, just hasn't got over the uh, quarterback woes. Yeah, they almost I, I, at this point I've called it the Tebow curse. It's <laughs> it's similar to the Browns and how many quarterbacks they've had, you know. And it could be the Tebow curse. I don't know. Will Greer was great, and uh, but then McIlwain ruined that. Will Greer could have stayed. Will Greer wanted to stay. Um, they they released an article later on. And, yeah, uh, I wrote it. Yeah, I was pissed. I, I was pissed. McElwain truly uh, fucked the Gators in that sense because who's he going to put it? He's, okay, Del Rio was the second best quarterback behind Will Greer. Who is a good quarterback? Like I'm going to say he wasn't bad by any means. He wasn't great. Del Rio? He was a good Yeah, but he got hurt, and then we had to go with Felipe, and it was his freshman year. I think Felipe is going to be okay this year, but... I think Will Greer would have been uh, better for the program in the long run. Hell, sure, he has to sit out the rest of the season. But the kid went five, what five and zero, oh, six and zero, oh. six and zero. Oh, yeah, say? and and then we uh, get Treon Harris who has to come in. So you Which, know, Treon, he did the best he could, but he he's not good. a passing quarterback. Treon Harris replaced Jeff Driscoll. Right. 
Jeff Driscoll, who was the number one quarterback in the nation when he came to us, he actually did great things when he left Florida. But I think that he was great for the system that he was in. But then we switched coaches, and then he had to he had to work with what he had. Right? He had he was a product of fucking must champ. Yeah, he was. He took us to a Sugar Bowl, almost a national championship. Almost. If Notre Dame had lost against USC, Florida is in the national yeah. championship. And I don't want to put it on Jordan Reed, uh, but if Jordan Reed wouldn't have fumbled uh, in the end zone he in that Georgia game. In the end zone but he I, did so much, uh, so many other good things that yeah, year. I, I, you know. not, I will never hold that against him. No, he's, he's one of the top tight ends in the league right now, so I'm not going to yeah. at all ever throw that against him. He, he, I, remember, I remember watching But he him. doesn't do that. We win we're, that we're game. We're undefeated. Yeah, we're undefeated, and then we go and we play. We play Alabama, Alabama. In the SEC championship. Right. Though. We're not. See, it, I think. It but was that almost, was a year. I think we could have. We could have stayed with Alabama, especially if they were having having a good day. Because you look at some of the games we had uh, against LSU. Our defense was stout. That was one of the best Florida Gator defenses um, that I have ever seen. We had Matt Elam, Elam, Elam. Uh, uh, I think Carlos Dunlap was on that team on D line. He would have. And then I I believe John Bostic, who laid that hit on Teddy Bridgewater in the Sugar Bowl. He he was a great linebacker. Um, but keeping in mind, we Luches, got, we basically got our asses kicked in that Sugar Bowl. Yeah, we did. I think. But he did he did lay out. I think it was because they wore the orange pants with the blue top. Yeah. Yeah. I was at that game too. I had a bad feeling going in. I like that combination, but ever since then, I don't, I don't like that uniform I, I combination was, anymore. I thought it was almost forced. Like, right, they were, like, trying to come out looking good, but... I always liked it. Teddy Bridgewater uh, and Louisville, they just kicked our ass, man. I was at that game, and you just kind of... When my brother and I were sitting in the Superdome, we just got that vibe, you know? Like, the Louisville, the, the Louisville fans, mm-hmm. they showed up. The Florida fans, we were there, but it was like, meh. We could be in the national championship. That's what I think it was, too. Everyone was like, man, we're like one step away from being there. Okay. Is this female? And we're going to take a quick pause. And sorry for that interruption. We are back. But yeah, no. I think um, that they were looking forward to playing in a bigger game or something like that. I think they definitely underestimated Louisville. That year, it was uh, because think about it, Teddy Bridgewater was the only uh, person on the Louisville team where we were like, yeah, that guy's gonna be NFL talent. Um, we think our defense could stop him, and it turns out Teddy just picked us apart. I I remember watching, I was like, man, they can't stop the kid. He just thrown the ball all over the defense. Also, keeping in mind, we Jeff, didn't see that all year either. Jeff by the way, Jeff Driscoll's first pass of the game was, was a pick six. Yeah, it was pick six. And right after that, I was like, "Yeah, we're gonna get our ass kicked today." I remember telling my brother that I was like, "I'm." Was that the vibe negative. in the stadium? I am never negative when it comes to the Gators. Like, if we throw a pick six, if anything, it's like, "All right, you know, we're gonna turn this around. We're gonna do great. We're gonna be- we're about to kick their ass." But no, right after that, I just looked at my brother. I was like, "I have a feeling we're about to get killed." Mm. But at least you were in New Orleans, so you could just go you know, drink some absinthe later and kind of forget not, everything. Not when you're 18 years old. That's how I'm pretty sure. I think that's Wait how a minute. I was like 18. Isn't that the drinking age in uh, New Orleans? 
Okay, so it's a How weird, does it work? Okay, so it's a Cuz my buddy ball, so right? wait, wait. My buddy is taking his girlfriend there tonight for her 20th birthday. It's not her 21st birthday, but he was like cuz we can drink over there. I think someone who is 21 has to buy you. She can't drink. go in the bar though. She can't go in the bar? So here's when I went to, I was 20 when I went to my cousin-in-law's uh, uh, bachelor party in New Orleans. So what my cousin Will and I were doing, and my cousin Jake, we, we were all under 21 at the time, so we were in the street on Bourbon Street while they went inside, got the alcohol, and then came back out with the alcohol and handed it to us. No one at all confronted us. No one said a thing. But at, at the same time, if we saw a cop, we just acted normal and walked by them. Right. Which you do. Anywhere. Which is how you do. But I think the Louisiana law is if you're 14 or above, your parents can buy alcohol. Damn. Which is, which is, by the way... 14. Which is, by the way, so weird. It's, you imagine just like being a super Cajun family and them going like, Happy birthday, yeah, birthday, you're, you're, son. You're, you're 15 years old and you've already, you've already got like eight kegs. Drinking and driving by the time you're 15. 14. Yeah. And you're having to you're only driving because you're drunk uncle. And you can't even can't get drive. a license. You can drink before you can get a license. That's pretty cool. Louisiana knows what they're doing, folks. That's Louisiana. Yeehaw. Alright. Um We're talking about vacations. We were talking about vacations. You so like got... I basically summarized what Seattle was. You like, got it? Basically I went to the oh so I, I told you I went on that ferry. Really awesome. Went to this place called Bainbridge Island, which was a pretty dope place. Went to this outdoor place. I bought a pair of Patagonia shorts. That was awesome. And then after that, we just continued to drink. And then went back to the mainland and continued to drink and smoke there. I did, at least. The mainland. The motherland. So, yeah, that was Seattle. Seattle was a great time. I would definitely go back and... uh, Yeah? Totally worth the experience. I want to go to a Sounders game. Seattle Sounders. Yeah, if they were in... My last team. Wait a minute, we're, yeah, they are in season. Yeah. They were definitely playing. They didn't. They, they they had a game going on when we arrived that day. Um, but my buddy Joey, who wanted to go to the game, his his flight arrived late, and I think by the time he got there, he was just like, yeah. I, don't know. I would have totally went. That would have been awesome. I mean, this, so how we got there, funny enough, was in Seattle, was, uh, biking is a big thing. And they have like these bike rentals where you just download the app on your phone, scan the barcode on the back, and it'll charge your account. You can like return it to anywhere in town. Anywhere, just drop it off yeah. on the sidewalk. That's how want. they uh, are over in uh, Barcelona. Barcelona. Whenever I lived over there, you could rent. You'd have to be a citizen, I thought. That's at least what the uh, study abroad coordinators told us. I didn't buy it. I should have tried it. I didn't. I should have tried it. But um, in Amsterdam, biking's a big thing. Like, good luck trying to not get hit by a bike if you're crossing a street in Amsterdam or anywhere over there. It's nice, you know? It's kind of like, wow, people are... It's because they're living so close by and they're going to different places. It's a healthy way of living life. America's... Here, everything's just so spread out, you know? You gotta take your car. Like, if I want to go get a haircut, my barber is, like, way across town. I can't drive to, I guess I could, like, bike to the mall. That's still kind of far, though. I don't know. That's just the way Biking things are. Biking to the mall wouldn't be so, I mean, I would say the distance that you'd bike to the mall was probably the distance that, maybe a little, maybe a little. 
Uh, actually, yeah, maybe it's about the same. The distance you bike to the mall is about the distance we biked from our hotel to. I just don't see myself stadium. biking like it ever. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. And, you know, Seattle's very hilly. Yeah. You know, it's definitely very hilly, and you can see like Mount Rainier from like the way distance. It's pretty far out. I there. just don't know, man. It just just hurts my butt. You know, sitting on it. All right, before you go and leave and have dinner, what was your vacation like? Okay, my vacation, um, I went with my parents out west. First, we went to Vegas, and then we went to uh, the Sequoia National Forest. And then after that, we went to uh, Bryce and Zion National Parks, and then we went to the Grand Canyon to like finish things off then back to Vegas to fly out so we get into Vegas and my mom's doing like a conference and stuff so I go out um with my old roommate Brittany she takes me around yeah, shows Brittany. me yeah Brittany Wood right no Brittany well, yeah what's your last name Grim Grim yeah yeah that's right we have the same birthday though yes you do birthday 24th birthday. yeah she took me out uh to like the strip and just like uh Show me different places. There was this uh, one pizza place that's like a secret pizza place. And you were supposed to like, like they're not supposed to tell you it's in the casino. I forgot which casino it was in. Um, I think it was the Palms. I'm not sure. It, I can't remember. But there's a secret pizza place and you're supposed to have to find it, you know. But we asked. We were like asking everybody. Someone finally told us. And uh, we found it, and saw it. We were like, mm. it smelled like a secret pizza place, you know? But there was, like, a long line, so it really wasn't that big of a secret anymore. It's one of those, like, word-of-mouth kind of places. Right. But I wonder if they're on Google, you know? It's funny. There's There are places like that. You know, there's a pl- my cousin was telling me about a place in Birmingham with a bar. It was called The Prohibition, mm. but... It's only known as that to the people that know about it. Other than that, they don't ever advertise. It, it, the point of this place is to be secretive. And in order to get into the bar, you have to know the secret word. And I think they constantly change the word. Mm. I almost feel like, is that good for business? It can be, right? It can't because everyone loves to be in on the secret. Right. right? So I feel and they like get valuable. You get like custom. You know, you get loyal customers who come back. And, like, when you're inside the place, they don't have a set menu. You just tell them what you like, and they'll make it. Get that nut. You know, get the get the old knock-knock. The secret knock. Yeah, I don't know. But that was fun. Um, apparently, whenever you're in Vegas or any big city, you know, the drug dealers like to take advantage of the, of the tourists, and they try and, like, sell as much, you know, as they can. Because whenever I was in Barcelona, you'd have people, like, come up to you, they'd try and sell you stuff they'd be like cocaine weed ecstasy what do you want what do you want they do it secretively oh, yeah, yeah whenever i was in vegas though this guy just like walked in front of Brittany and i and he was like i got cocaine i was like oh okay cool, where's the police did they just they just allow that cop cocaine was, yeah the cop was looking at him he was like oh okay yeah have a good one oh what's up bill yeah i was like this dude is not scared at all but Vegas was fun. Vegas was fun. Uh, whenever I went back to Vegas, I lost three hundred dollars at the Hard Rock. I, I um, tried to make money, but man, could not. 
could not make any money there. Story of my life. That was the second time I, I went gambling, though, so, you know, I'm inexperienced. Uh, let's make a Biloxi trip, then. Biloxi's, like, a good place to I go. won $500 I, at Biloxi. See, like, uh, there you go. Like, I won two, I won close to 200 last time I was there. I went to the Bow. Oh, see, the Bow, the bow is where Revo- I lose. Oh. I stayed at the Bow. I lost at the Hard Rock. I always lose at the Hard Rock. I was rock. winning at the Hard Rock. Okay, well, then, we man, gotta switch it up. This, I don't no. know if this is gonna work. No. We'll have to go to a completely different casino. But at the same time, I love both casinos. I haven't been to the Golden Nugget, though. I haven't been to the Golden Nugget they either. Have a good, they have a good steakhouse. I don't know. Really I like the layout of the bow, too. But uh, I'm I looking forward too. to the sports betting. Thank you, Supreme gambling. Court, for yes. finally legalizing that uh, nationwide. As a big supporter of gambling, I am very happy that this is happening. As a libertarian, we should legalize all gambling everywhere. You should be able to do whatever you want we with your money. legalize weed. And gambling and, and gambling. A, a number of other things that we won't get into. Which I yet. guess gambling has been legal now. Like it is legal. I mean, states, in some spots, states now have the option to do it. Now states are going to determine what they are going to do with it. And of course, you have these politicians that are coming out saying that you know this is absolutely terrible for our state, right? Morally. But really, okay, is let's, it? Let's take morals out of this. It, that's what I'm Fucking saying. Morals does don't it, get you cash. Does it give you the opportunity to make some money? It does. Does it give you the opportunity to lose some money? Yes. But if you're smart, maybe Look, you can make some money. Your state alone will make so much cash. Exactly. Go ahead and tell me about how great your morals are. By the way, like uh, there are too many politicians out there that are getting busted for some scandal. So I don't want to hear a politician now tell me about what's moral and what's not. Oh yeah, they're making that white collar, you know, public speech to the banks money, private speech to the banks money, you know. <laughs> Hillary there, Clinton. I mean, I'm not going to name any politicians <laughs> here, but there are politicians in town right now that are currently being funded by big names in this city. I'm not going to say names because I don't want to say shit like that without hard proof evidence in front of me, but. I don't want the last thing I want is a politician to talk about what's moral or not. Right. Let's go ahead and legalize weed. Let's legalize gambling, and let's be fucking human beings. Yep. Which is a good segue to let people know about our next episode. Um, there's a pretty big mayoral campaign going on here in Pensacola, and we're gonna um, attend the. What is it gonna be so called? So this is the Pensacola Young Professionals are going to be hosting a mayoral forum at Seville Quarter at Phineas Fogg's. If you're young and you're listening to this and you've been over there, it's also known as the Boom Boom Room. And my radio station will be broadcasting the coverage, so I will be there uh, working and doing the broadcast, and you'll be there actually attending and enjoying yourself and listening to the, the candidates. Yep. But afterwards, we're going to... We're going to analyze talk about it, yeah we're gonna analyze observe and hopefully i can get in there and ask uh ask some questions and maybe get some interviews in on some of the uh younger candidates who who uh might be more open to talking to a podcast you know um so that'll be good uh a couple of things oh wait i'm still on my vacation i'll i'll just go through really quick uh sequoia national forest just really big trees like if you think you've seen a big tree before, imagine a bigger one. You know, that's it. You know, very cool. The climate's very nice. This tree is huge. Yeah, it's, exactly. I'm pretty sure I heard, like, that murmured at least 25 times. 
I'm like, oh my god, tree's kind of big. Well, <laughs> no like, yeah. shit. That's yeah. literally yeah. the yeah. attraction. These are the biggest trees in North America, lady. That <laughs> That's is, what you're here that for. That is why you are here is because these trees are huge. Yeah. Uh, Dad, that one's kind of small. <laughs> that that would have been more... I would have been like, what? Huh? <laughs> what? Yeah, but there's, uh, there's these pine trees. I think my dad wanted to buy a sapling of a sequoia and put it in our backyard. I was like, we can't even grow a goddamn blackberry bush that we've tried to for years and we want to we're gonna do with a sequoia it's gonna be the only sequoia in pensacola you know will it even survive in this climate yeah it could it could people take home the little seedlings from from sequoia and the redwoods and they like go and plant them back home and sometimes it works out they need a lot of rain they they uh they sap up a lot of water so sop up a lot of water so like if there's a lot of sequoias in like one area then one will grow bigger than the rest because that's that's the one that has the best like root system but enough about trees after that we went to um bryson zion national park and it's kind of a bummer about going with your parents i liked hiking and i went on the trails and stuff so i wish i would have been able to go with like some friends so we could stop by like a dispensary or something and maybe smoke a little bit and then go on the trails yeah something like that that would have been nice but i got a lot of hiking in which was fun um and uh it's just kind of desert out there man oh another thing in and out burgers trash i don't care who's listening to this can i get a snapchat of you saying that real quick yeah 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 look because Amanda's from San Diego. No. Oh, and she... So go ahead. What, so Rudy, Amanda, what were you just saying? I'm, I'm trying to tell everyone who listened to this, all like five people, that if you think In-N-Out Burger can hold... Even Wendy's. If you think In-N-Out Burger can hold Wendy's nutsack, you just need to find a real burger. You know, you're just saying that to be cool. That's all it is. Because I went there. It was like... The experience. The experience was nice. You know, they wrap it in this thing, and you get to hold the burger a different way. That's basically the only thing that's, that's, you know, kind of cool about it. It's like a, it's it's like a worse steak and shake. You know, like Five Guys. Five Guys is way better. Whataburger is way better. I I can name ten. Shoot, Burger King's way better, and they don't get my shit right half the time. Although there is a Burger King now open on Davis Highway that I'm kind of happy about. It doesn't matter if a new one opens. That's the thing about Burger Kings. No matter how much new shit they get in the back, they're still gonna ask you to pull through. <laughs> they got they got the SpongeBob Frymaster nine thousand in the back, and they're gonna be like, "Please pull through." Like, what are you doing? It's a new facility. You got two people in the drive-thru. You don't have a Whopper ready. It's the home of the Whopper. I have my shit ready. You know? Dude, when I went to... Man, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you can kind of guess a Whopper is about to be ordered within the next, like, ten minutes. I was in Palm Springs, California, and I tried In-N-Out for the first time. I mean, damn. I was. It was good. It was good. It was good. But Whataburger is always going to be better. Yeah. I just don't understand. That's kind of like the battle too. Like the the national battle is Whataburger in and out. Whataburger. All day. Yeah, all day. Huh. I don't understand. I've had both Whataburger for real. Yeah, I don't understand uh, what these in and out people. Th- that should be a new ethnicity. If you 
if you think in and out is better than like the best burger you've ever had you know i don't know and then they say the animal fries are what the fries weren't even like that amazing i tried them I don't understand because I've had like five people tell me, dude, you got to try it. You got to try it. Somebody's when they start drooling out of their mouth. See, but these are people that just don't know. They don't know what we've experienced. They don't They don't know. No, they just think they're cool because they've had in and out But fuck in and out Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, come on. Okay, Whataburger. Let's make that a thing. I know in and out over here is a thing, but because we don't really know I'm done talking that was I just wanted it to be a little rant because I've had several people you know beg me to go to in and out like you need to do it I will kill you if you don't go do it and I did it well you did do it and and I'm glad you did you know it's always good it's always good to have that perspective yeah. have you tried jack in the box nope jack a- in the after box. that after that my uh restaurant um picking privileges were pretty much pretty much broken they were ousted from the group yeah so good job in and out Goddamn. don't ever sponsor this podcast well actually you could i mean it's money yeah it is money i'll take it <laughs> the I'm, next podcast i'm, I'm like in and out's the best burger I'm ever <laughs> i'm sorry like i'm uh oh, I don't know if I yeah we need some sponsors i don't know if I, okay i'm gonna talk about this but like you should probably edit this out like, oh, you're um, gonna talk about it. I'm not gonna edit it out. I don't edit these well. Oh man, I don't know if I want to talk about the guy who sponsored my radio show. Mm, I might edit it out. Just talk about it. So Bob Tyler was my. He was a sponsor. Oh, that's a big one. Bob Tyler Toyota <laughs> was a sponsor of my radio show, and I got them to be a sponsor because I was out at the Grand Marlin one night, and I was just sitting and I I know who Bob Tyler looks like. But you know, Bob Tyler isn't the one you would make the deal with if you want to try and get advertising for your show. Right. So I'm sitting at the bar, and I'm waiting on my brother to get off work. I'm having, I'm eating some Blue Angel chips. I'm drinking a beer. I'm waiting on my brother to get off work. And I'm sitting next to this guy from St. Petersburg. I'm from St. Petersburg, so we strike up a conversation. He used to teach at a school that one of my best friends went to school with. So I'm like, holy shit, my brother, my, one of my best friends went to school there. And so we just keep talking. He's like, yeah, I'm an advertiser. Right. He was asking me what I do. I was like, actually, I work at a radio station. I actually have my own radio show called Sports Trend. I'm also, I also do this other stuff. And he's like, oh, I'm in, I'm in the uh, advertising business. I actually am the, uh, I'm the, uh, the uh, advertiser for Bob Tyler Toyota. So he's like his representative, right? So right. Bob Tyler sponsors any shows. This guy is the one that's out there making the deals, not Bob Tyler. And so... This guy just—we strike up a good conversation, and he—we shake hands by the end of the night. He's like, "Hey, man, so I want to go ahead and sponsor your show." And I just laugh. I'm not thinking anything of it. He's like, "Nah, I'm serious. Expect an email from me tomorrow because Bob Tyler is going to be sponsoring your show." I'm like, "Okay." You're like, "Hell yeah!" Sure enough, tomorrow morning, my boss calls me into her office. Something I'm in trouble for some reason, and she's like, "So you ran into this guy, Dick Daly, the other day." Yesterday, I was like... That's his name? Dick Daly. Dick Daly? Dick Daly. Wow. Off the tongue. And so... Uh, Dick, sounds... Uh, yeah, it sounds like a good diet. So I... <laughs> I, uh, I uh, am sitting... I'm sitting in her office. She's like, so you ran into this guy yesterday? I'm like, yeah, I did. You just last night. Ran into him. Practically like, oh, slapped me in the face. <laughs> I just got an email from him. Him talking about how he met you and that he was praising you and... He is now, apparently Bob Tyler is now going to be sponsoring your show. 
It's like, so, good job. I'm like, well, shit, yeah. awesome. But my, my beef with it is this. I drive a Hyundai, for one. But also, second, I've met Bob Tyler. He's a fucking asshole. Oh. You're not, you're not Bob's daughter or anything, are you? Like, no. <laughs> he is a fucking asshole. I, I, him coming into the Marlin, he has, a, he has this ego. He's an egomaniac. Bob Tyler, man. So do edit that out. He's got I two. I do not want that out public, but okay. He is such an egomaniac. He has this idea. He's like four foot two, by the way. He's got two first and names. He uh, he uh, has this sense of entitlement, right? So if his, if something doesn't go his way right away, he'll pull that he'll pull that. Do you know who I am? Card. Like, do you know who I am? Yeah, you sell fucking cars. You sell, you own you, a bunch you, of cars. You don't even sell cars. Your name is on the building. And by the way, I don't even care about that. I don't. I don't care about that. Just order something. That, as a server, and I wasn't even a server at Grand Marlin, but as someone who works at the Grand Marlin, what we care about is your money, buddy. And a lot of famous if you're a, people. If you're a, famous a lot of famous athlete, people come through Grand Marlin. Athletes, maybe. That's what I'm athletes, saying. Athletes, definitely, definitely. I've seen the voice of Big Bird at the Grand Marlin. You know? I have no idea who that is. I don't either, but someone was like, that's Big Bird. I was like, no fucking way. That's cool, I guess. That's so cool. But like, even if I met Big Bird, <laughs> I'm not going crazy. In fact, there's only a couple guys that I actually have gone crazy for, and they're all athletes. And and some of the people... A lot I saw of Joe people, Flacco there. I saw Joe Flacco. Yeah. yeah. He's come there several times for several the Andrews. Times. It's, you worked in the Marlins. Yeah. So a, lot, a lot of athletes come down here for the Andrews Institute, you know? But uh, I'd say the bigger names I met were RG3, when he was still a big name. Ooh, that's cool. When he was still a big name. Like Mr. Heisman. Mr. Heisman. That was, it, this was like when he led Washington to the playoffs. Like This is when he was still a good quarterback. And I, th- I still think he is a good quarterback. I just don't he could think be. he's been healthy. Yeah. But he, uh, I saw him, uh, Rob Gronkowski, and he, he was so nice. Rob, like, Gronk was such a nice guy. Um, he seems like a laid back dude when Roger, he's when he's not all mollied out. Yeah, <laughs> you know who I met with Roger Clemens. Rob, oh, that's cool. I met, I met Roger Clemens, and then a year later, I met Andy Pettit, who is a. Mm. You know, they were both teammates on the Yankees and the Astros. They both pitched when they, on the same rotation. World Series. Yeah. yeah. So they so uh, I met Andy Pettit, and I sh- I actually I actually spoke to Andy Pettit. He was a really nice guy, but the number one. Number one biggest name that I met and actually got his autograph because I had to. I just couldn't pass it up was Cal Ripken Jr. Oh, that's, that's a big one. Cal Ripken Jr. So imagine, that was probably the one time where I freaked out. And I met Brett Favre. Brett Favre with like the Oh, full, dude, I would have freaked out like, with Brett Favre. Retired, full beard Brett Favre, who's jacked out of his mind. Was he wearing Wranglers, though? Probably. He was wearing jeans. He was wearing, they had to be Wranglers. He was, having, he, was having a, he was having a private dinner with Dr. Andrews and a, and a couple other people. And so they had him in the private room. So my cousin Will was actually bustling that party, but I just went back there just because. And so the party was leaving, and Will and I are back there. And he, Brett Favre cracked a joke to us. And I don't even remember what the joke was. In That's fact, so Brett Favre. It was such it was such a lame, innocent whatever. Like kind a dad of, joke. It was such a it was like literally like a huh, the, like it was basically along the lines of huh, so this weather we're having right 
<laughs> we're I'm over here laughing my ass off because holy shit, this is Brett. Fox. Got an appointment at the Oriental Dentist at two thirty. <laughs> <laughs> and yet we're over here just like, oh my god, you're amazing. But yeah, that so that was Brett. Yeah, Brett Favre cracked a joke to me one time. That was amazing. It was awesome. I don't even remember the joke, and it wasn't even that good. That's a cool but thing to say. It was still really cool. So, like to me, athletes are celebrities. To a lot, to a lot of other people, it may not be the case, but I, they're definitely celebrities, especially with how much they get paid. I mean, certain athletes are certain athletes. Like Tom Brady is a celebrity. Right. Rob Gronkowski is a celebrity. Okay. Um. So real quick. Uh. See what you think about uh, these couple of things. Uh, astronomers have now found a lake on Mars. Did you hear about this? I did. I heard about it this morning. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I heard about it this morning too in my news feed. Um, it's about 20 kilometers across because we measure in metrics now. That's how the whole universe works, apparently. And uh, it's 1.5 kilometers beneath the solar polar ice cap. Are you moving to Mars? Are you go like are you going now, you know? No. No. But it would be cool if I had the opportunity to go. You could go scuba diving. If in I could it. go vacation on my on Mars for just a couple of days. Be cool. I feel like it'd kind of be like Utah but a lot more deserty, you know? A lot more wind and dust. Mars I mean they, I mean, they say that there is life on Mars. Mm-hmm. I personally want to see it for myself. I heard there's an in and out there. Did you hear about that? God damn. It's the worst one in the universe. <laughs> there is a in, there is an in and out on Mars, but there can't be an in and out in Pensacola. Holy shit. Yeah. That, I don't know. Yeah. I don't care. If, if in and out never even comes here, I'm I, I'm okay as long as I have whatever. They got some sort of special Martian <laughs> sauce. Yeah. Okay, but... That's pretty cool, right? We found some water, and it's super close by. I mean, we know Europa has some water beneath um, all the ice, and I think um, one of Pluto's moons? No, I don't know. What really interests me, and uh, I want to talk, I want to do a whole episode on it because it's kind of one of those things I, had, I need to look into, but have you heard of, like, the ninth planet? Since Pluto's not a planet anymore, like, the ninth planet, it, like only comes around into orbit. It has like a like an irregular orbit, so you can only see it every now and then. I don't, but think, I, I don't think I've seen it. People are like saying that it's affecting the gravitational pools of different planets, and the only way to account for the... Okay, so people are saying that there's something out there that's affecting these uh, orbits of different planets in our solar system. And a lot of people are thinking that there's a ninth planet out there that's supposed to be huge or something. And it has, instead of an orbit that goes like, you know, around the sun like this, it's more like this. It's bigger and it's, it comes, you can only see it every now and then because it, you know, like normal orbits are like this, like straight up circular. And this one's like an oval, but tilted like that way kind of crazy we should look into it but anyway another thing get your uh opinion on there is a giant hundred foot crack at grand teton national park in wyoming um 
and they've closed certain areas of the Grand Teton National Park, which is kind of in Yellowstone area. Yeah, it's like south of Yellowstone. Right. Basically. I think no, I think it's like north north It's not north of Yellowstone. Northwest. No, I, I know Grand it's Teton. South. It's south because I I was gonna do a road trip out there and I was gonna go to Grand oh, Teton look. first. Okay. I guess that's where yeah, Teton well, it's also like it's like I don't know, south It's like west. right there. Yeah, southwest. Southwest right of the But that's not the thing. The thing is there's a super volcano in Yellowstone that's been dormant for over 600,000 years. And people, uh, scientists, you know, people who look at this shit say that it has erupted twice on a, like, 600,000-year cycle. So it erupted 600,000 years ago, and before that, it erupted 600,000 years ago. And it's been 600,000 years since it's erupted. What are you going to do if a super volcano goes off? That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm asking. What's going to happen? What am I going to do if there's a super volcano that goes off? Yeah, what country are you going to go to? Because it's going to... North Amer- America is going to be... North America is going to be gone. I'd go to Switzerland. Yeah. Oh, Either that or I'd go to Ireland or Scotland. I'm think- I'd go to one of those two. I'm thinking Australia, mate. Mate. Australia. I think I'm going to go to Ireland. I mean, these are countries I've never been to, but these are countries I would imagine I would like. I'll go back to Barcelona. That was so nice. I really want to go. My buddy Patrick's going to be graduating college here next year. Would you freak out, though? I mean, like... Of course I'd freak out. Super volcano, man. I mean, that's a lot of money, too, because then, like, airline companies are going to be like, oh, hey, move away from the danger. Like, $10,000. It's gonna be so. It's gonna be so packed. You're not gonna be able to fly out. Which means that people are gonna be fighting each other in the airports for flights. They're gonna be charging out the ass for these plane tickets. So yeah. Go for it. Might as well go ahead and get your business in while you can. Even though I guess mm. if our country's going down, does your business matter unless you're moving? Like, oh yeah, we're like gonna move over to. It's kind of crazy. Think about whole super volcano. All right. Um... We'll save the top 25 for another day because I actually want to, like, go through and go through the teams and stuff. But we'll go over two things college football-wise since the football season's coming up. And I'm a huge college football fan. Davis is a huge college football fan. So we want to talk about the stuff and bring it to you guys. Uh, Our old coach, the old ball coach, not Steve Spurrier, Urban Meyer, had to let go – of one of his assistant coaches. What was his name? Uh, see, this is where I sound super unprofessional. I, I, I don't remember the name. I read it this wow. morning, but I don't remember the wow. name. Wow, I sound super unprofessional. I forgot it. Wasn't that Kyle, was it Kyle Smith or something like yeah. that? Yeah. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. So, it was something along that line. It's like so. one of those woman beater names you would, you know, you'd think of, you know, because he beats women. Yeah. So. That one a good joke for you. Okay, all right. <laughs> not did not make you laugh. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Zach Smith. Zach Smith. Yeah, that's Zach Smith. I yeah. knew Smith. I knew the name yeah. Smith was in there. Yeah, sounds like one of those guys. Yep. People are what saying like people are saying <laughs> that he uh, Urban Meyer should be like blamed or something for this. You know, they he should get in trouble for like waiting as long as he did because allegedly he's known about the situation or 
he has definitely known about the situation, but he was unsure of what was going on. He knew of an incident that happened in 2009 that he said that he and his wife intervened in. Like, him and his wife both intervened mm-hmm. and spoke to both the people that were involved and, you know, gave their mentoring advice, I suppose, because right. Urban Meyer is a mentor, mentor to this guy, without a doubt. So I guess... Uh, off the football field, he also gave them marriage advice. Hey, you and your wife should stop beating up each other. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know what the situation is, but, you know, with um, Coach Smith and his wife, but at the same time, if Urban Meyer fired him, I feel like that's that's the proper action he yeah. should have taken, you know? It was the know? proper action because, dude, I can't keep giving you second chances without making myself look bad. Well, that and you can, you can what else do you guy. want from Urban Meyer? Like from the media, they're saying should he have acted sooner? You know, this whole this whole thing about should like he have acted sooner. So what? It's like look exactly. He did it. He, he fired did him. It. He did it. What he did. It's and done. It's so. And this is me coming from the media perspective. It's so easy to look back and say, oh, well, what if? It's right. So easy. Just ask. Like it's so easy to ask that question. But the reality is, you need to put yourself in that situation. And you, Urban coached the guy in football. Long-time he coach, long-time friend. He knew the guy. He he was a coach with him in 2000. He was a coach with him at Florida in 2009. Yep. And then on. So for, over, for about 10 years, more than 10 years, these guys have known each other. Urban knows that this guy might be a good guy, but when it comes to him and his wife, it may not be very great. It may be a very unhealthy relationship. And I'm and I'm the biggest fan of a healthy relationship, and you will never, ever, ever see me lay my hands on a wife. And if I found out one of my guys got arrested because he beat up his wife, you better believe his ass is gone. Yep. But at the same time... But the questioning is what gets me like, why didn't you do it sooner? It's like, you know, maybe... He thought things were going good. Maybe they thought that his mentoring kind of fixed it. You know, who knows? Yeah, but also it's like, who knows what he's thinking? I think I heard this today. I didn't have all the facts. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to fire someone if I don't have all the facts. Well, how did you not have all the facts? Because I didn't. You didn't have the facts either. Yeah. All right. Moving on, because I think Urban Meyer is a great coach, and he's taken too much flack for doing the right thing, essentially. Um, he so did the right thing. Move on. Right. It's not going to be national news. Right. And so we're gonna move on uh, to some Florida news. As some of you know, we're both we're both uh, Florida Gator fans. Jalen Watkins, a highly touted freshman, I believe, uh, athlete, because I think they were having him uh, do stuff on both sides yeah, of the ball. Yeah, he was a wide receiver and a defensive back. Yeah, right. And uh, he has been arrested for the second time over the summer. Uh, he's now facing uh, third degree felony charges on battery, I believe. Um, so that's great. Florida, you know, athletes holding up to their names. Next time, every time you see something in the news, you know, some athlete getting arrested, he's from Florida. It's, 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 it's annoying because in, right away you want to say, God, how stupid and how, uh, like how much of an idiot. Do you I'm not going to talk like that because I don't know the situation, yeah, but at the same I time. I don't know the situation necessarily, but. Hmm. I know where you're getting. If you're a D1 football player and you got a shot. To make it big, especially he's a four-star, you know, high school recruit. So he's got a chance to make it big, and he messes up once. Okay, Dan Mullen, uh, whoever gives him a second chance, and then a second time in the same summer, 
gets arrested for an even worse offense. It's kind of like, come on, man. You got to grow up at some point. You got to use your brain. You know, you got an opportunity. I would also look at it this way. You know, I came from a family where overall life was always comfortable. Parents taught me good morals. I was never, I never, ever grew up in that, you know, ghetto environment that, you know, this kid probably was exposed to. He probably was exposed to gangs. I sure as hell never was. And his his upbringing was probably very 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 different from mine. No, yeah, it's I very will, it's very different. As a head coach, no, I yeah, never excuse. I'm me. coming from the same situation because, as you, but at the same time, like you're it, probably about to say, as a head coach, you got to do something. You, you can't excuse it because you know what? Yeah, I have no idea what your your life situation was probably way different from my life situation. You've probably seen and done things that I would never in a million years want to see and do. Yeah, but, but th- there, there's also a more, there's also that 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 thing of it's obvious you can't hurt somebody, you can't abuse somebody. It, you may feel like they crossed you wrong, but tell me what? Okay, what did they do to cross you wrong? And it could ob- it could probably be something not very big in your eyes. But that's the thing; these kids are trying to get up out of the ghetto. And, you know, offer a better life for maybe their kids. And this is the shot, you know. That, yeah, this is the one shot that th- they have. This is have. the one shot you if probably that- have. Because, you honestly, I don't know how your grades are, but if anyone's ever watched Last Chance You, which is a great Netflix show, I highly recommend it if you like football. Even if you don't like football, it's a great show. But a lot of those kids, they don't make grades, and they're there for a reason. And whenever you get a D1 shot, there's plenty of kids nipping at your butt to take your spot over, you know. A D1 program like Florida, you're going to have people come in there and just, you know, take your spot, essentially. He's going to end up at some JUCO college and then hopefully make it back to D1 level. Uh, You know, if Dan Mullen gives him another shot, I'd be surprised. You know, there have been plenty of times where I've looked at the mistakes of what other people have done, and I think, damn, I don't want to do that. So I take their experience, and I try to apply it to my life moving forward. And, you know, I've made my mistakes, too, where I look back and think, damn, there's why did I even make that mistake to begin with? I'm going to learn from that and move forward. But there are some big, stupid, dumb mistakes that I see out there that are not even... You know, I can't even call it what this guy did a mistake. It was a choice. It was a... Well, we don't know yet. We don't know the facts of the story. But it wasn't a mistake, was it? I, we, we don't know the facts of the story, so that's that's what I was about to say. I'm about to say... Um, I accidentally it, like beat the shit out of this woman? No, no, no. I don't... Was it, a, was it a woman who was beaten up? Do you know that for sure? The story made it seem like that, but did I accidentally beat up somebody? How would I word it that way? Okay, well, I'm thinking if something comes out, because obviously, you know, you're... Innocent until proven guilty, or, you know, I don't know. It it seems like there are a lot of people saying that this guy is definitely guilty and definitely dumb for what he's done, but I'm going to wait until I figure out the entire scope of it to actually, you know, uh, say that and say, you know, he should be off the team, but... um. If he did choose to do this, if he did initiate some sort of violent act and it wasn't in self-defense, you got you got to be smarter than that because it's your one opportunity to get away from this lifestyle that everyone's talking about 
is is negative for you, you know? And his family will probably tell him that if uh, he's messing up this bad. But I, I hope he's innocent. I really do. If he's innocent, I hope they keep him on the team, and I hope he, you know, thrives. But we'll just have to wait to see, uh, see the details of the whole situation. I'm just I'm excited for the season, but whenever stuff like this comes out, it kind of puts a damper on it, you know? Yeah. At least it's not as bad as the, like, 17 players with the credit card scandal, you know? This, the actual offense is probably worse in my mind if it was a violent offense, but it doesn't hurt the team as much because it's just one freshman guy, you know? Instead of 17 guys, you know, a... Uh, NFL caliber yeah, wide receiver, good quality players, NFL caliber running back. A whole season. That's another thing that bothers me is that I think a lot of people get too tied up in their personal lives to realize that they do have other things going on in their lives that those other things can greatly affect their personal lives, you know, in a good way. But they allow other things in their lives that are so minimal in the grand scheme of things to affect you know, what could be a great future. And you see, it's it's funny how it happens so often, and yet people are still, ex- like, we are exposed to their mistakes. Like, people see their mistakes, but yet the mistakes are still constantly made. It's crazy. Yep. That's just the cycle of life. And we're at about an hour and 20, um... I say we just wrap it up, cut it off. Uh, we just want to get a podcast out there to you guys because we haven't done one in a minute. We've been on vacation. I've been studying for the LSAT, you know, trying to trying to do that whole thing. So um, just glad we could get together. Thank you. Um, tune in to News Radio sixteen twenty, or is it the FM one you do yeah, on Saturdays? News Radio sixteen twenty FM ninety two three. FM 92.3 on Saturdays. Listen to Sports Trend with Davis Allen from 9.30 to 10. Quick 30-minute show. Get your sports fill. Move along. Yep. And uh, if you like the shit talking, then listen to our buddies over at JJ Diners or JJ's Diner. I'm on that podcast as well. And uh, also check my buddy uh, Dylan Alvarez out at Native Kid. Uh, Four two eight on Twitch. He is fabulous at Fortnite. He's better than Ninja. Tanya right now. Alright, have a good one. Thank you for listening. Later.